0: Okay, what the hell? I'm, I'm not in my usual place, so there may be some street noise. Um, I had the AC on thinking, ah, that'll be good white noise, but it um, it I didn't like it. It was too intrusive, so um, if you hear a horn or something like that, uh, then you know why. Okay, um, now we go. Mind and the Motorcycle, Naked News Improv, Year 3, Volume 140, June 20, 2023, I am a lone voice in the universe, um, and if you're listening, thank you very much. I may not record next week, and then I'll be back, but man, I've been doing this. I don't know if I have Oh, I already did the number. I've been doing this for 140 weeks in a row, I may, so I'm going to take a week off. Okay, let me do the news. Sorry. Um, AI, my favorite. This is kind of interesting. The Recording Academy announced Friday new rules would, stipul- would stipulate that only human creators are eligible for Grammy Awards. Uh, That's a response to the growing use of 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 AI. But then they got this thing, however, the Academy noted that AI is not completely banned. Musicians are still allowed to utilize it to create their work. Okay, I think it's great news for musicians and all artists in general. Um, I wonder how you would know though. At some point There will be AI music categories. Um, uh, More relating to music, not so nice. Uh, The Taliban religious police will be monitoring wedding halls in the Afghan capital of Kabul to enforce a ban on playing music. The latest crackdown by the religious group against activities they consider a violation of the teachings of Islam uh, and that's from Al Jazeera and they're pretty credible in that part of the world. Get the name of this now, the Ministry for the Propagation of Virtue and the Prevention of Vice, announced uh, last week that hall owners must prohibit music at wedding parties. For the Taliban, music is against the teachings of Islam, and only the human voice should produce sound in praise of God. And of course, meanwhile, Afghan women and girls have been subjected to severe restrictions including bans on attending school or university or jobs. So along with all of their restrictions, music is now forbidden at weddings. Next, the Taliban will forbid happiness because it is against their teachings. At least these people are predictable. I am not sure what is left for them to outlaw. Now we're going to spend a lot of time on climate. Um, Okay. Cool. Uh, climate activist Greta Thunberg issued an urgent warning at the UN Climate Conference in Bonn, Germany, uh, Tuesday, and that was last Tuesday, about what would happen if world leaders do not ensure a rapid and equitable phase-out of fossil fuels in line with limiting global warming to one and a half degrees Celsius. Uh, well, uh, this, there was major meeting in Bonn, Germany, the climate talks, and it's a uh, considered a precursor to the real big meeting, which is called COP28, Um, and then that's the big climate conference um, in November. So, uh, and uh, if you think anything happened in, in Bonn, any agreement, forget about it. The case for climate warming gets stronger and stronger each day with new dire warnings of where we are at and what we need to do there is still no sense of urgency at the top. Um, We're staying, you know, with this uh, subject, so get this now. Shell announced last Wednesday that it is raising payouts to wealthy shareholders and scrapping plans to cut oil production by up to 2% annually, a move that environmental groups said lays bare the futility of relying on fossil fuel corporations to voluntarily curb their climate-destroying activities. Um, It now intends to achieve cash flow longevity by keeping oil production stable until 2030 and boosting gas production. Okay. The only way oil and gas mega-corporations are going to rein in production to help segue into renewables will never happen without their being forced by governments to do so, and that's the truth. Um, Now a word from the UN on this topic. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres delivered remarks in New York City targeting the polluted heart of the climate crisis, the fossil fuel industry, quoting, Countries are far off track in meeting climate promises and commitments. I see a lack of ambition, a lack of trust, a lack of support, a lack of cooperation, and an abundance of problems around the clarity and credibility. Uh, Not terribly optimistic, and it keeps going. I don't know how much I want to read it up. Uh, And then more from him. Meanwhile, the human rights of climate activists are being trampled. The most vulnerable are suffering the most, he continued noting that current policies put the world on track for a 2.8 degree Celsius temperature rise by the end of the century. That is nearly double uh, what was agreed upon at the Paris Accords. A little bit more, the collective response remains pitiful. Okay, Uh, there is no reason whatsoever to be optimistic about these international climate gatherings Big oil still has all these motherfuckers by the balls, and the climate ship is sinking while we're asleep on our deck chairs. We're going, we're cooking with climate, kids. More than 140 economists and policy experts uh, just yesterday published a letter calling on the leaders of rich countries to combat the life threatening crises of climate change and inequality through the downward redistribution of trillions of dollars in public money. Uh, got a quote, stopping climate breakdown is not rockin' science. This is according to economic anthropologist Jason Hickel, who saw in one of this, uh, the signatories on the letter, governments need to stop subsidizing fossil fuel companies, international banks need to cancel the external debts of global south countries, and we need to tax extreme wealth. Yeah, that's uh, the truth, folks. These stories seem so incredibly repetitive to me. Clearly, we are deaf to the pleadings of climate experts. Then I got a, what the fuck? Um, got, got yet another one. Catch these three words. Chilling, shocking, sobering. Those are the responses of some experts to the second annual report published yesterday by the UN's World Meteorological Organization and the European Union's Copernicus Climate Change Service. Uh, Its key findings paint a very somber picture for Europe last year. The analysis shows the continent is the fastest warming of all the WMO regions, warming twice as much as the global average since the 1980s. All adjectives relating to climate are always extreme, the worst, the highest, the lowest, the wettest, the driest. Uh, And uh, let's go to the ocean. Following a May of record ocean temperatures and a June record of air temperatures, scientists are warning that 2023 could be the hottest year on record, for a brief period this in June, average global air temperatures even topped the 1.5 degrees Celsius uh, level that's like it's supposed to be, well, we got to do that, and we're already hitting the damn thing. So, um, I got a quote from somebody from the Copernicus Climate Change Service enough word salad, monitoring our climate is more important than ever to determine how often and for how long global temperatures are exceeding one and a half degrees Celsius. Every single fraction of a degree matters to avoid even more severe consequences of the climate crisis. I wonder when someone is going to say, is it too late to hold the line on air and ocean temps, CO2 levels, etc as a result of global inaction to this point we have stepped over that line and the hits keep on coming kids a team of international scientists based in Nepal warned today that glaciers in the Hindu Kush Himalaya are melting at an accelerated rate and could lose up to 80 percent of their volume by century's end if ambitious action isn't taken to slash planet warming emissions. By 2100 if current emissions trajectories hold, which they will, the critical glaciers that provide fresh water for 2 billion people in Asia could irreversibly lose 80% of their ice, and that's according to the new report. Um, and I, this is one I'm, you know, tired, for the moment tired on commenting, that also, so I have really nothing to add um, you know, to that story. It, it stands on its own. <clears throat> the United Nations Refugee Agency last Wednesday released its annual report on forcible displacement across the globe, revealing that the refugee population has hit a new record of 110 million people who have been driven from their homes due largely to violent conflicts and climate-related disasters, with the numbers showing the crisis is rapidly intensifying with each passing year. Think we have a refugee crisis on our hands? Well, we sure as shit do. Human suffering doesn't mean a thing to the countries that cause it. Every day thousands of people risk their lives and often lose them because life at home is so fucking awful. It's worth risking it all. Why is this okay? Why is it okay for Shell Oil to take advantage of the climate crisis by increasing their profits year after year? Um, Go to Uganda. Um, I picked out this short piece to share what goes on in many parts of the world regarding our brutality toward one another. Talking about things like global warming and the future of AI are worthless as long as we keep killing each other whether for God or money or power. The short story, armed rebels attacked a school in western Uganda, killing at least 41 people, mostly students, and abducting six others. Ugandan officials said some were hacked to death with machetes, while others died when their dormitories were set on fire. Man. (sighs) Okay. Uh, A small group of conservative doctors has sought to shape the nation's most contentious policies on abortion and transgender rights by promoting views rejected by the medical establishment as scientific fact, and that's according to documents that were reviewed by the Washington Post that describe this group's internal strategies. This like blew my mind. The American College of Pediatricians gained outsized political influence in recent years primarily by using conservative media as a megaphone in its quest to position the group as a reputable source of information. Uh, Meeting minutes from them from 2021 describe how the organization worked with religious groups to affect the idea makers through high courts, professional literature, and legislatures. Holy shit, I had no idea that this was going on behind the curtain. This group has been lobbying their conservative Christian agenda helping to share the brutal new laws that have zero compassion. Science and religion are bound to clash all the time and they have. Their agendas are uh, diametrically opposed to each other. Some union news uh, in a landslide vote last Friday. United Postal Service Workers, represented by the Teamsters baby, authorized a nationwide strike as part of their effort to win a strong contract in ongoing negotiations. Uh, The Teamsters said in a statement that 97% of UPS workers represented by the union voted in support of a strike if there's no acceptable deal with management by July 31. This is a huge, this union represents more than 340,000 UPS workers. Um, This would be a huge piece of news if they do go on strike. Uh, Power to the people. We're going to keep you posted. Um, We're going to stay with work. Uh, Google employees are fighting back against the company's decision to crack down on office-based working as it continues to change its mind and reconsider what it expects of workers. The general rule across the company was that workers should visit the office three days per week at minimum, but they recently learned that Google is now clamping down on this by introducing a badge tracking policy to monitor attendance. Me, the whole high-tech world started out with a bunch of social outcasts of various kinds an affliction owing to very active brains. They innovated in their business structure. Then they all got very big. They began shedding their fringes. This industry was perfect for COVID because it is a remote-based business to begin with. It's fucking lives in the ether. Now tradition beckons these giants, and if you're not in your office, you're not working. It's Neanderthal time one more time. Um, what one uh, Native American chief called a major victory for them, the U.S. Supreme Court last Thursday upheld a federal law enacted to protect Indian children from being separated from their families. Uh, this is a 1978 law that was passed in response to over a century of Native American children being taken from their relatives and often placed in state or religious institutions or with white families. This is one of the great fucking tragedies all over the world. Uh, Big news in Canada, you know, what they've been doing for years. So much of it done in the name of God. And I don't think he'd like it. This is fantastic news for all Native Americans. The story of how their children were ripped from their homes, put up for adoption, killing their roots. So much was done under the name of Jesus, too. The stories of native children in boarding schools in the U.S. and Canada is unbelievable. Thank God for the renewal of this law. You must watch a new series, by the way. It's called Little Bird. (coughs) Texas. Governor Greg Abbott signed a bill Wednesday which would ban public higher education institutions from maintaining or establishing DEI offices. I'll tell you in a second. It also prohibits higher education institutions from requiring anyone to provide DEI statements or participate in their training. Here's what it is. A DEI office is one that provides different treatment to people based on race, sex, color, or ethnicity through any policies, procedures, training programs, or activities. No, we're, we're all white. The only reason why those things were necessary was to address an inherent bias and prejudice against anyone different from the majority of applicants penalized for being that way. It was because of people like Governor Abbott that caused this imbalance in the first place. I uh, got a quick Trump story. couldn't resist it. Uh, patrons of the Miami eatery Versailles cheered when Donald Trump twice declared food for everyone. He did this during a surprise visit uh, at the Little Havana hotspot. Then he left without buying food for anyone. Uh, then he came off with some horseshit excuse after that. No, man, <laughs> you're just like, this guy is such an unbelievable prick, it defies description. He embodies the worst parts of being human. He is truly despicable. Let's lighten up with a story about elephants. The Houston Zoo is having its elephants do yoga. Every morning, the zoo's elephants participate in a static or slow motion stretching practice to help them strengthen muscle groups while stimulating their brains and bodies the elephants get to stretch their limbs, and some can even do headstands. Uh, well, I'm a big fan of yoga and do it every morning. On, on, and uh, on the one hand, I think it is great for these big beings. And on the other, there would be no need if they weren't caged. No one would opt for being caged, especially to be treated like a spectacle by the two-legged. So it goes. Um, this is my last story, uh, no poem, uh, and uh, it, it's not like it cost my attention. This, it, it, you know, I've always paid attention to uh, Daniel Ellsberg, um, Edward Snowden, uh, Julian Assange, um, you know, those people who, man, they pay the price um, for being uh, people of, uh, of an ethical center, uh, people with, you know, really integrity. Um, willing to sacrifice so much um, in the name of truth. So, um, as soon as I saw this story, I knew I should close with it. Uh, Daniel Ellsberg uh, passed away. Uh, He was best known as the whistleblower who leaked the Pentagon Papers to news outlets in 1971, exposing damning information about the Vietnam War that Washington had concealed from the American people and the world. Um, You know, it's been going on uh, long before him, and uh, he just had the, he had the balls uh, to really go, you know, to go at it um, and speak truth to power. Um, You know, so uh, God bless you, Daniel Ellsberg. Uh, Agreeing with him or not isn't the point, The point is believing so strongly in something that you are willing to risk, you're willing to risk it all, and he did. Rest in peace, Daniel Ellsberg. Um, Well, a little bit of a shorter uh, news thing than usual, that's cool. Um, Okay kids, thank you so much for listening. There is a distinct possibility. um, I won't do this next week, but um, I guarantee the week following, and I'll just Uh, Keep doing the Naked News Improv. So, um, until next, almost, (laughs) I always say until next week, same time, same station. Until the week after next, same time, same station. God bless you all. And thanks so much for listening.